Your reference letters are going to be a huge part of your medical school application, so it's very important that you get this part right. Your personal statement, any essays you write, the application you submit, that's all you talking about yourself and obviously I hope you're being honest, but inevitably you're going to show the best of you and Reference letters, on the other hand, serve to show them somebody else's opinion of you, whose opinion they hold in high regard, and who's going to tell them the truth about you, which is hopefully also very good. So, so far in terms of making up your application, you've covered the GPA, you've covered the MCAT, you've written your part, and reference letters can often be overlooked as sort of just this thing that you have to get, but they can often be the most important part of the entire thing. The reality is, whether you like it or not, oftentimes it just comes down to who you know and what they can say about you. You can have a very high GPA and a very high MCAT and so can the next person, but if the next person has a reference letter from some big shot professor at a university that's well known by the medical schools, that's going to play a huge part in them at least getting an interview and maybe even further. Nepotism unfortunately is a very real thing and it does play a part, but your job is to maximize whatever you can and put yourself in the best position possible. Now in terms of how many reference letters and what kinds, that's more of a thing to just check on the school's website what they're particularly looking for for that application. Most schools just tell you they need three or five or however many reference letters and they don't really give you a clear guideline of what each reference letter is supposed to talk about. However, there are some where they want exactly the letter to talk about leadership, for example. So be careful with that and make sure that when you tell the people writing your letters, you tell them what that specific school was looking for if there is anything like that. I remember when I was applying they just said three letters and there was no other guideline whether it's from a professor, a supervisor, a volunteer activity. They said three letters and you chose which letters to get. Now obviously this gives you the choice of which letters to get but it also makes it kind of tricky because you have to be very selective and make sure that you put yourself in the position to choose the strongest letter writers. Speaking of which, when you choose your letter writers, you want somebody who knows you well, who's preferably a higher up at some organization, and somebody who's reliable. Now you also want to take into account kind of the accessory things that you can do to help yourself. If you have the option to get multiple letters and kind of just choose which letter goes where, you want to look at things like where did the people writing your letter go to school. If you can find somebody who went to the same school that you're applying to, it's these little things that can add up and really help you out. And in terms of being a higher up at an education, the reality is if somebody's a professor at Harvard, their letter is going to go a lot further than you getting a letter from your family doctor. Now obviously not everyone can find that type of person to write them a letter, but again it's just something to keep in mind. If you have the choice between getting a letter from a supervisor versus a co-worker, you want to get it from the supervisor, and of course there's nuances, it really depends on who knows you better and who can write you the better letter, but all things held equal, you want to get it from the highest person that you can. For academic letters or letters from somebody who was your professor in undergrad, you want to get it from somebody who obviously you did well in their class and you have some sort of relationship with them, whether that's research or you just get along really well, things like that. In my case, it was both those things. Like I've said before, there was a professor I really liked. I went to his office hours a few times and we got along well. We were talking about hockey and things like that. And eventually I asked him if there was an opportunity for me to get involved in research. He said yes. That led to me checking the box of research 
research and one of my reference letters or one of my academic reference letters for my medical school application. So you can obviously do the same thing, try and do the best in every class you take, but the ones you're particularly doing well in, try and go to office hours once in a while. And if you get along well with the professor, you can ask them for opportunities and eventually a reference letter for yourself. And again, forming that relationship is a major key because there's tons of people that apply to pre-med. So these professors get these requests all the time to write reference letters. And if they don't know you beyond your grade, there's not really much specific they can say. They're just going to take a general template and put your name in. And again, that doesn't mean very much. Now, extracurricular letters are a little bit different because it's not just about doing well in a class. It's about what you did as the activity. So for these ones, again, you want to choose somebody who's a higher up at the organization if you can, somebody who's reliable, but again, somebody who knows you very well. They know what role you did. They've seen you work. You've been working closely with them. It's going to mean a lot more than you were kind of just there and you get a letter from the supervisor, but they've talked to you like literally once just to tell you what to do. So take those things into account. For me, this was from somebody that I did youth sports camps with. My second, third, and eventually fourth summer of university, we set up these youth sports camps in the community for underserviced kids. The supervisor was working directly with me. We set everything up together, got along really well, and obviously that led to a strong enough letter. So it's really important to understand that this whole process of getting reference letters starts long before your application actually comes around. You got to work on building these relationships, getting your name out there, getting people to know you, see your face, all that stuff. So keep that in mind very early on. Everything you do, work hard, take pride in it, enjoy it, because all that stuff is what they're going to be writing about in the letter when the time comes. Now, in terms of when to ask for the letter, you can kind of give them a heads up whenever you want, the earlier the better, but officially I would email them or text them or whatever you like to do at least a month or two in advance, probably two months, and just give them some basic information to make it as easy as possible for them. And like I said earlier, you want to choose somebody who's reliable and you know they're going to get it done because there's nothing worse than kind of just waiting and refreshing to see if that letter is in yet. That's not something you want to be worrying about the last day before your application is due. And an easy way to do this, if you're going to write an email, for example, just be like, hey, doctor, whoever, my name is this. This is what I do. Here's how I know you. You kind of want to remind them that, hey, I've been working with you for three years on this project or I've been volunteering with you for this. So it kind of reminds them who you are. And in terms of how you're going to ask them again, like I said, you want to take as much off their plate as you can and just make it very easy for them, detailed to the point. So for example, hey doctor whoever, or hey man, hey supervisor, this is who I am, this is what I did with you, it was a great time, I learned a lot, blah blah blah. And then eventually when you go for the ask, you say I would be very grateful if you could be one of my reference letter writers because I'm applying to medical school and here are the details. And in terms of the details you're going to provide them, you're going to give them the due date, you're going to give them what the school wants to hear about in terms of details, if there's any themes that the school is looking for, and you're going to attach your CV and your personal statement so they can kind of get an idea of how you're presenting yourself to the school and hopefully their reference letter kind of fits in with all of that. Now a quick pro tip for the reference letter due date, what I did for my residency reference letters was I told them the due date was like a month before it actually was. I think the actual date was like 
like January 30th and I told them it was December 15th. And the reason for this is inevitably there's gonna be a few people that leave it to the last minute. And like I said, that last day, you don't wanna be worrying about if your reference letter is there or not, especially not during residency, but even the med school application, you wanna give them an earlier deadline. So even if they push it to the last minute, it's well before the real one. And sure enough, December 15th, I got a phone call from one of my preceptors who I spent like the most amount of time with. And he was like, hey man, can you send me your CV? I'm writing your letter. So I was very grateful that I told that little white lie, but more like a strategic thing. And luckily he got it done at like 10 p.m. on December 15th. And that would have been way more stressful if that was January 30th. So just a quick tip. So that's pretty much it guys. Good luck with your reference letters. Like I said, it's a major part of your application. So don't just skip over it because you've done all the hard stuff. This can oftentimes make or break your application depending on who you're getting that letter from and what they're saying about you. So be very careful choosing those people and try and build those relationships early. It's going to help you out in the long run. So that's pretty much it. Hopefully you guys learned something. I'll see you next time. Good luck.